Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to 15 Minutes with Lincoln. I am one of your two hosts, Timothy Robert Dunn, a common man in Chicago. And I am your other host, Abraham Lincoln, also a common man here in Chicago. You doing okay, Abe? Are you doing okay? I'm doing fine. I'm sorry, we didn't finish our introduction. Uh, This is a political talk show uh, featuring the perspectives of Abe, one of our great presidents, and uh, myself, a modern millennial. Um, And the would-be president. So I'm kind of mixed. I know what you're bummed about, because we lost. Yes. Yeah, we lost our, our presidential campaign. I saw, like the rest of the country did, that you delivered a very heartfelt, impassioned, and tastefully nude concession speech on OnlyFans to That's all right. of your followers, yeah. saying that you thanked them. But the Dunn campaign was done for now. Yeah. And that uh, you... Which, using, using my last name there, made a lot more sense. Yeah. For the well, pun. Our, camp, our campaign slogan was, Get It Done 2020. And that's fine. That's also um, a popular stand-up comedian's catchphrase, which I th- I'm still getting a cease and desist letter or two about it. But you, you spelled it differently. I think he trademarked get it and get-er. But we didn't say get-er. We said get it done. I know we didn't say get-er. I was on the camp. I was a candidate. That's right. I had to say it in multiple OnlyFans improv shows. Well, oh, so that's the real reason why he's giving you the cease and desist then. Right, he wants to get into the OnlyFans market. We can't get into this stuff, though. We no. lost. Yeah, we lost. Last week, we did our best to try to convince uh, an elector of the uh, Michigan's Electoral College, and he informed us he was actually bound to vote as the state uh, um, declared. So it was kind of like, it was, it was kind of a waste of a trip up to New Buffalo, other than that, though, I thought the trip up there went really well. Um, that food looked really good. It uh, did, yeah. But yeah, it's one of those things where, you know, uh, the campaign was so frantic. We had so much going on at all times. And now life is just kind of back to normal. Um, you'll obviously go back to being an aspiring screenwriter. Yeah, we'll see. And uh, for me, Abe... <laughs> I, I got to smile a little bit because things are actually going really well in the comedy department for me. I uh, was invited to submit a packet to a late night show. <gasps> Timothy, that's terrific. That's Thank great news. You. Thanks, buddy. I've, you know, I've done this a few times and um, it's tough. If It's a tough experience. You put a lot of effort into it. Um, it it kind of ruins a whole week of your life. You don't sleep very much, but you know, you got to take every shot and I am really excited to be able to submit a packet to Huckabee for Mike Huckabee's um, talk and comedy show on the Trinity Broadcasting Network. So, um, yeah, I thought for this episode, you and I could kind of watch one of his monologues and we could go over his voice and you could give me some tips. And, you know, uh, I've got a little bit of my packet done, so I'll, ru- I'll run that by you too. Well, this is excellent, Timothy. I'm, I'm very happy for you. I'm glad that you have opportunities coming up and you would be well-suited at these one of these shows because, you know, uh, they, yeah, I, I've seen a few of these and I understand the gist of them, but they kind of break down news clips right. and political kind of, uh, events and do jokes about it. I think you'd be, you'd be great at this, Timothy. Yeah. I mean, this one, 
I, I guess it wouldn't have been my top uh, choice, uh, just in terms of the comedians, uh, to be writing jokes for Is former Mark- former Arkansas Governor Mike Huckabee. Oh wait, so he's a politician. He's a he's a former governor. Yes, he ran for president twice, and he was yeah he was the governor of Arkansas. Oh, and he oh, oh okay, I understand. And so, now he he hosts a comedy show on a Christian broadcasting network. Oh. What was that all about? It's still a good opportunity. Well, I didn't know who he was. I just figured it was something like one of the Netflix shows or the TBS shows or the, you know, um, you know, one of those various kind of like uh, kind of spinoffs of The Daily Show. Nope. No, oh, okay. it's, Huck- it's Huckabee. Well, I never watch any of those any, those shows anyway. They're all they're all kind of the same, and uh, there's there's too many of them, and that's good. So this is this is a different lane then. Yes, exactly. Yes, and normally, uh, you know, I hadn't really thought about getting into Republican comedy. Normally, people kind of um, get canceled or get in trouble socially in some way, and then they get into Republican comedy. But you know, this could get me a WGA card, so I wanna I wanna take the opportunity uh, as it's presented. So. Um, yeah, let's get started. Here's what we'll do. We'll play a little clip of um, Mike Huckabee's most recent monologue. And then um, we'll just kind of pause it from time to time. And you and I will go back and forth on his comedic voice. Okay, yeah. And just like what you think, you know, how to best write for him. I understand. All right. So here we go. Oh, California, wow. New York, Whoa, Michigan, wait, wait, Illinois. Wait, who is this? Uh, so this is Governor Mike Huckabee. That's him. That's him? Yeah, big, big puffy suit. Um, I don't think it's the suit that's puffy here, Timothy. Abe, come on. I'm just saying, I think I need to introduce him to some of my shakes and my exercise. Abe, he's struggled with weight loss his entire life. Come on, man. Has he struggled? Because it looks like he's lost. Okay. We can't We can't interrupt the broad, the monologue for stuff like this. I'm sorry. We're not... This is my I'm boss. Just, I'm this sorry. This is my future boss. You wanted me to, re- you wanted me to, re- we're watching something and you wanted me to react and this is me reacting. I hadn't seen it. This is my first reactions. He should pick slimmer suits. That's where I'll agree with you. Uh, he should pick, you know, a slimmer lifestyle, perhaps your Timothy. Okay, we're playing the clip. He's incredible. You live old. in California, New York, Michigan or Illinois. I guess you had to sit alone in an empty house having a Swanson TV dinner with turkey and dressing since you were threatened. Okay. Okay. So we lived in Illinois. We did not do that for our Thanksgiving. No, I mean, I ordered out, I ordered out for us from a a nice restaurant. um, And then you and I had a nice uh, dinner together from Luella's Southern Kitchen. It was very good. It was excellent. Yes. Thank you. Okay. Uh, Well, but I also, yeah, I I feel like he could have put, and again, I want to learn his his voice so I can write jokes for him that he likes. But I feel like if, if it was me writing the joke, I would have maybe put the Swanson dinner at the end as a as a uh, more traditional punchline. He kind of just rambled right through it. Rambled is not the right word. This is my future boss. He uh, spoke right through the punchline and just kept going. So yeah, you know, I struggled with my own um, weight for a while, and I ate a lot of foods that are. Quite honestly, reprehensible. I'm not familiar with this Swanson's dinner. It's like a, a little um, four-course meal you get in the freezer and you put it in the oven or the microwave and, and you, uh, you know, they, they're fine. Okay, it's, what well, a, it's what a lot of single men eat. Oh, well, yeah. 
Uh, I guess so. That's the association he's going for is the single. Okay. Yeah. All right. Here we go. With the rest, if you actually gathered with your family, because if you saw your family, you might die. So he does some act outs. Are you noticing this? Yeah, he does a little act out. His delivery is less um, stale than I would have expected with that. With the first chair. Yeah, he uses his, his body. He Like when he said, you might die, he leans back with his arms. Um, like he's doing the monster mash. Yeah, like he's doing the monster mash or he's Magneto or something like that. Um, and that yeah. was catching his breath because that was a lot of activity for him. We keep moving. Oh, no, what? Did you have something? Yeah, we also need to kind of set the seed because, listeners, I want you to understand that he's he's in front of like a brick backdrop. It kind yeah. of looks like like Timothy. Do you remember when your your friends who were at the Second City uh, show they invited you to come do the improv set afterwards? Yes, I do remember that. Yeah, yeah. And then um, you kept like they were doing scenes, and then you kept like you kept tagging in to like yeah, I kept tagging in and doing stuff like um, uh, Mr. President, the ambassador is here to see you. Whatever scene they were in, yeah, I remember that stuff. Yeah, and then uh, you would like tag in. You you'd be like ah. Uh, Dr. Farthead, your next patient's coming through the door. Yeah, I, I remember that. You're saying the set looks like that? Yeah, it looks like the Second City set, only it's, um, it's not very subtle here that the, it's backlit with a red tint. Right. They put a red hue, like a red, uh, um, what's it called, gel over all the lights. Because, you know, this is like for, the, for red states. <laughs> I guess so, and also the the like background and the windows. I guess we're supposed to think that's like Middle America or something. But those buildings are all like kind of high rises. To me, it looked like a studio lot, but I, I couldn't tell you. Yeah, I can't really tell. Um, yeah, it kind of looks like um, I don't know. I guess like early Conan or uh, yeah, Conan's like um, monologue space at the at the the old show, the late show or whatever. So. Yeah, okay. All right, let's go. Of course, you were perfectly free to go to a casino, a strip club, host a riot, or loot and burn a business. That's fine. But. So that's going to be tough because, like, it wasn't legal to do those things. But again, I want to write jokes for him. Well, uh, I don't know. I've never hosted a riot before. But, you know, these are, this is. to this audience of what sounds like kind of older people really far away from him, it's doing well. Yeah, so he's making jokes about how this whole business has kind of been, um, I guess, over, we're overreacting, yet it's clear his audience is at a social distance. Right, yeah. Moreover, I like that he, he seems a little new at this. You could be getting it to the ground floor here because he didn't even know that he should be holding for righteous applause here. Right. He tries to go into the next joke. Yeah. He's getting there. Well, you know, I'll, I'll yeah. help him with that. But it's good. He got, okay, so that's kind of this voice is to get some yeah. digs into the Urbanites and the Tonys as soon as you can. Yeah. Big applause. Big applause. But you've been forbidden to go to church where you might sing or chant. The only exception is that if you are a lobbyist friend of California Governor Gavin Newsom, you're allowed to have a lunch that costs about $700 a person and no mask is needed. Hmm. Ah, my sentiments exactly. So 
So there he, uh, it seemed like he was really waiting for the boo to happen and it didn't quite happen when he wanted it. Yeah. So his, it's maybe that's some part of your responsibility is you can kind of be seeding the audience with the reactions. Cause I think he probably had some writers in the back of the house who were like, who start the boo. Like you used to have me do that when I come to your solo improv shows, like yeah. you would be like, Hey, if no one throws out any suggestions, like you can give one to like get the ball rolling, but don't be the first one to give the suggestions because you know, right. And yeah, like, so yeah, his point about the California governor's valid. I mean, it was obviously hypocritical for the governor. Yeah, I got no problem writing a joke about that. Sure. And seven hundred dollars is a lot for lunch, even in twenty twenty standards, which I can't believe how much money there is now. I will just say, like, it, it's just funny how every political side likes to think that they're the populists and the other side is for the elitists. Right. Everyone thinks they're punching up. Yeah, here we go. Also, do you ever chant at church? I thought that was like a mid-19th century, like speaking in tongues kind of thing. I grew up Lutheran and I don't remember any chanting, no. But you did a lot of chanting um, in in your improv warm-ups. Oh, yes, very much so, yeah. Hey, hey, something, something, what are you doing? Like that kind of stuff, yeah. I'm watching Mike Huckabee give a monologue. All right, let's get back into it. For a government official to close businesses and then order you to close your home to your own relatives is pretty extreme. Now, granted, I'm sure some of you were delighted to be able to tell your relatives not to come to your house for Thanksgiving. <laughs> Dude, that's a good bit. All right, that's a good, yeah, that's a joke. That's an actual joke. That's a good bit. Right. I feel like he, you know, uh, let me, let's let him finish this real quick. Orders of your governor. Uh, but for many... I feel like he could have milked that a bit more. Yeah, he had a little bit of a walkout on that that he kind of left short. We could have we could have had an act out where he's like, uh, you know, on the phone with one of his relatives, being like, "Oh yeah, Governor Newsom told me that you can't bring over your stinky food this year." You know that kind of a thing. Yeah, I'm gonna, exactly. write, I'm gonna write that down real quick. Can't bring stinky food this year. Okay, all right. Of us. It's really none of the government's business how many people I have in my home and the purpose of our being together. I've decided that if a government... You want to look at that audience real quick? Yeah, they're very socially distanced. There's like... A lot of gray hair. Yeah, the median age is definitely AARP membership. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to, boy, boy, oh boy. I'm really going to have to, uh, kind of age up my references, my, my standard references. I would write jokes about. Yeah. Like maybe like all those shows on me TV that are on in the afternoon. Remember when your internet went out, we could only get the broadcast channels. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I like these, like every single show was set in the, in like, in my era, it was depressing. I was like, come on, I want to see some spaceships. I'll watch some Bonanza and see if I can um, write down a few jokes or something. Right, oh. oh, what? No, I was just going to say, the other thing, too, is I always love someone in government saying, like, government's bad. It's like, well, you were in government. You were a governor. I bet you were governor. You probably try to get in people's lives. But, you know, this is what he wants, and, and if it gets me a WGA card and those free lunches as a writer, then, you know, then I'll, I'll write it. I've decided that if a government official at the local state or... Whoa, 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 Mike. I think we got a uh, running thing. He said government official, and you see what he's pointing at, Abe? 
Yeah, well, he's kind of pointing down. Pointing at his dick and balls. You think that's intentional? Let's go back. I've decided that if a government official at the local, that's state, or federal level believes that he or she has the power to shut down my family Thanksgiving or my business, then the official doing that should forego his or her paycheck until I start getting mine again. How's that? Yeah. It's so easy for people who get paid by taxpayers and never miss a paycheck to take away your paycheck or mine. Shouldn't they have to live under the same circumstances that they imposed upon us? I think so. I think, like, if I'm in the writer's room for this, I think I'd just be, like, trying to pepper in jokes, you know? I think this is what he thinks, like, Colbert sounds like. Like, you know, like, like if you were... Like if your if your dog was trying to do an impression of how humans talked, I, I just I feel like he's. We've talked about Clapter on the show before, right, Abe? We have. I feel like he's going hard on the Clapter. More on the clap and less on the after. Yeah, mostly the clap. I'm going to try and if I'm if I make it into this um, writer's room, I'm really going to try and put some some tur in that Clapter. Boy, oh boy. Okay. I mean, one thing is certain. Like I said last week, there are plenty of turkeys this year, mostly in the form of elected officials imposing strict demands for us peasants while ignoring the rules for themselves as they go out and eat, go maskless. And in the case of California lawmakers, did you hear this? They headed to Hawaii. Well, okay. If you're going to do it, did you hear this? You got to do it. Did you hear this after a big punchline? He should have done turkeys. Ha, 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 laugh, let the laugh die out. And then, do you hear this? And then go into the California lawmaker thing. Yeah, he needs the Leno master class. <laughs> the, the tempo and the reading the audience, I'm going to have to help him with this. After an eight-hour plane ride for a conference to learn stuff, all at taxpayer expense, of course. I mean, couldn't they just have had a Zoom call like our kids and grandkids have had to do since they closed their schools? That would have made sense. Well, look. I think we, again, a joke there, maybe about like the specifics yeah. of a Zoom call. Again, it's honestly a fair point. Sure. Like go on that plane to that conference, especially right now with everything going on. But like, there's just, there's not a joke there. Yeah. Like, I think you could convey the same information, but, like, with an actual punchline. We're also just seeing him and his torso this whole time. Like, the other late-night shows, they use graphics and stuff like that, or, like, they'll show a newspaper article summarizing the clip. Yeah, he needs some of those clips. He needs, like, a a real uh, AV department to back up his comedy here. So, basically, you could have a clip, and then he could go to his, like, learn stuff kind of bits, where he makes the silly faces. Right. Yeah. You're probably sick of Turkey by now, and maybe you're sick of politics as well. So, I've got great news. We can't eat your leftovers for you, but we can have a show that'll be pretty much devoid of politics, but richer in entertainment and fun than your Aunt Clemmy's pecan pie. Yeah. That's just what we have tonight, and you're going to... 
the yeah after some of these things is uh yeah well it's weird to say that we don't have a show about politics after he gives kind of a very divisive <laughs> right insidious uh uh polemical speech here um where he's just you know very very light on the jokes and very heavy on the like yeah these these democrats there's also things. there's there's so much reading of the cue cards like did you ever watch any conan abe uh i like his clueless gamer Conan used to just pretend to be a cat and uh, like jump up in front of the camera and kind of hiss at the camera for no reason. There's just none of that. He's got to like, he's got to riff a little bit. Yeah, well, I don't know. He's, he's, he's promised his audience isn't going to have more entertainment than when you're on Clemmy's pie or something. Yeah, he, he did a little accent there. Yeah. yeah, that sounds like a bonanza reference if I ever heard one. Okay, let's finish this out. Love our special guest for the show. So hang up the phone with your relatives. Make yourself generally where you say the name of the special guests. Just so people. Yeah, I think the special guests are heart disease, <laughs> Abe, and uh, a little back in my day. They had their own neighborhoods. Okay. A cold turkey sandwich. And enjoy a special after Thanksgiving COVID-free night of information, inspiration, and entertainment. Bad tagline. So COVID-free, is that him saying that he's been tested and he doesn't have the coronavirus? Or is he saying that he's not going to talk about this because it's all like, it's all overblown? I don't, I, I think he's saying we've done a good job of, in the studio of not getting COVID. I, I think that's what he's saying. Who wouldn't make that promise? Yeah, I know. I agree with you there. Because the other late night shows, they still don't have audiences, correct? Uh, no, not really. Yeah. Okay. Well, he 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 has an audience, and they're all folks who are in at risk populations. <laughs> yeah. So, so maybe, unless he's testing everyone. All right, finish the Huckabee show. Now, if you want more videos like that one, okay, hit- that's it. Then he, he plugs the YouTube channel. Um, so that's it, Abe. That's the that's the voice I need to uh, learn how to master. Okay. Well, that's good. It only took us 22 minutes to get through a three-minute, 45-second clip. <laughs> Is that what we're at? Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll run through the rest of this real quick here. Um, so you need a monologue, which I'm still working on. You know, I still want to nail that voice. But then they ask for two desk pieces. And um, I came up with three. You just tell me which of these is the best. Um, first one writes itself. I think it's pretty easy. Mike's Turkey of the Week. Uh, Mike delivers a short piece from the desk about this week's top turkey and what they've done to undermine American values. Okay, kinda, okay. Yeah. In, in, in these packets, you usually give an example of like what you'd want to do with the segment. Uh, Mike nominates Go- uh, Governor Gavin Newsom for Turkey of the Week for gobbling up the taxes of hardworking Californians while putting in place a new stay-at-home order. Mike then plays a clip of uh, Governor Newsom speaking, and when it comes back, Mike has fallen asleep from too much turkey. All right, a couple notes here. Okay. Is the turkey of the week like a a recurring segment? Like, you imagine that being run in March? Like, weekly? Like, oh, yeah, I'm not saying this is Thanksgiving-related. I'm saying turkey seems to be a really strong diss for Mike Huckabee, and I want to encourage that. Yeah, but I think he's doing that because it's seasonal. I think he's referencing Thanksgiving, Timothy. I understand that, but turkey also seems like an old people reference for, like, 
I yeah, but you're, you're, you're like, this, this death, <laughs> it's like a packet for like one particular show. <laughs> Not like the show in general, Timothy. Look, it'd I'm be like, saying- if you submitted a packet for the Tonight Show and, and you did it back when like Dick Cavett was talking to, <laughs> to talking to Robert Kennedy. I, okay, li- listen, this I got week, three the of them. Kevin's, the Kevin's desk piece <laughs> is what's going on in Korea. <laughs> listen, Tur- Turkey of the Week could be like every Tuesday, Turkey Tuesday, you know. Okay, all right, what's your next right. desk no. Number two is Rudy's Court, and I know it's not a great idea to use a celebrity for your, your pieces, but I just feel like he can get Rudy Giuliani if he wants to. So, former New York Mayor Rudy Giuliani hears office gripes from employees of the Huckabee Show and renders verdicts on how to rectify them. My example, uh, an employee is charged with eating too much office food. Rudy sentences him to eat a sheet cake within three minutes or cater the next office meeting himself. Uh, that way, you can do, like, stunts like that, like, you know, uh, competitive eating by one of the guys on the show, or, like, you can do, like, fun... Uh, little like comedy bits with the uh, employees like David Letterman would do with some of his staff. Yeah. So like, is Giuliani, like, is he, is he like the side, like the band leader in this? No, he's not. He's just, he's hot in the news right now. So I thought it'd be a good thing to kind of fold him into the Huckabee universe. Well, what can Huckabee like do an impression of him? That I don't, oh, that's not bad. That's I see. I I thought of it as like Rudy calling in or visiting the show. But if Mike can do a Huck uh, uh, a Giuliani impression, that's not bad either. Okay, I'll think about that. Uh, my last piece is uh, Wait, Timothy. Real quick, another yeah. piece of feedback here. He, he seemed to make it pretty clear that his show is going to be not about politics, except for the monologue. Well, this isn't politics. This is office gripes. But why would Giuliani have to do this? Then why not just get like, a, like a judge, Judge Judy type or something? I think because Mike Huckabee be like a judge. I mean, it, but Mike doesn't have like a, a back a legal background, as far as I know. I just know him as a governor. Well, you should look into that because maybe he does have a legal background. Okay, that I'll, you know, you accept all feedback, so I'll take that. I'll you don't have to that. accept all feedback. Then you'd never get anywhere, Timothy. If, if, if that's too many cooks in the kitchen, I, I'm just saying, like. You should know who you're writing for. And if you, you don't know if he has a legal background. I guess it could be Judge Janine or something like that. Or just like J- Judge Huckabee or something. Right. Like Republican celebrity court. Wait, why don't you just have Huckabee be the judge? Why do you have to bring somebody else into this? <laughs> I just feel like it's more special if you have a special guest. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, but like you wouldn't write a packet for Letterman and be like, okay, this is the sketch where Michael Keaton <laughs> comes out and he judges stupid pet tricks. All right, fine. It's called it's called Huckabee's Court. Okay, it doesn't have to be a court. It just should have Huckabee in it. All right, third desk piece. TVMA scripture. We're on a Christian broadcasting network. Mike, known for his clean comedy, tries to appeal to a more mature audience by reading the sexiest parts of the Bible. So like, and then the quote here would be like, and Enos lived 90 years and he begat Canaan. And Enos lived after he begat Canaan. And, you know, go through the list of begatting. And like, we got sexy music and like lights on Mike. And he kind of like really milks it every time he says begat, you know? Yeah, Timothy, have you read the Bible? 
Uh, I tried after college. No, I've not. You tried? I tried. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I, I think it's another instance where you're you're trying to write like comedy on stuff you like don't know anything about. Because like there would be some other probably segments I would pro- that would probably be easier for this. Like when David sees Bethesda uh, bathing. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm just saying like, yeah, there's plenty of instances. I or just the, know the kind of baguette joke means fucking, you know. I think it means, wait, in the context, I felt like, read, read it again. And Enos lived 90 years and begat Canaan. And Enos lived after he begat Canaan, 815 years, and begat sons and daughters. How would Enos be... You've never heard of this? Yeah, but it says Enos begat sons and daughters? Yeah. So you said you're saying that Enos was... Having sex, man. Yeah. With his sons and this daughters. Is, this is the very funny joke I want Huckabee to do. Wait, Enos was doing that with his own children? No. Oh, my God. Then why he, are you saying begat means that? He's not listing the woman that Enos had sex with. It's just like Enos sired these children. But it says begat. Yes. And you said begat was synonymous with something begat else. Begat means sex, yeah. No, it means siring, like giving... Oh, like, my God. I can't... I, this is... I, sh- I just should... I got to send this to somebody else who, like, gets the begat joke. Like... I think I get, I get the joke. <laughs> let, me, let me ask you this. Do you think TVMA scripture works or NSFW scripture is better? Um... I guess if I was going to do NSFW scripture, not say for work scripture, yeah, I would do something about how like work really should have more scripture in it. Like the problem with uh, our lives is that they're too secular. So like, oh, sorry, I can't help you with this because I'm not allowed to be a good Christian here. Yeah, TVMA scripture is probably the better angle then. So well, I think it's a better title for what you wrote. I don't know if it's the better angle. <laughs> so it sounds like. Your preference would be uh, tell me tell me which two I should go with. Which two? Yeah. So out of those three? Yes, out of those three, Abe. Yeah, I don't know, Timothy. I think that um you know it's the holidays. I might just take some time off here. You don't have to swing at every pitch. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna submit two of these three. For Huckabee, because I'm going to be a staff writer on Huckabee. So, all right, you know what? Why don't you send me the listing and I'll take a look at it? Excuse me. You just go ahead and forward me the listing so I can see. Because if I can read it, then I'll be able. Uh, to... No, 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 my friend. Uh, sounds like you're trying to steal my job. Uh, nice I'm not try. To steal your job? No, just it sounds me... like you're trying to steal my job. Well, it's not your job. Anyone could really apply to this. Uh, anyone that was sent an email by the uh, Huckabee head writer, yes. Who's the Huckabee head writer? I'm not going to tell you that because you're just going to look at him up and ask for a Huckabee. Here, I just Googled Huckabee head writer. No, don't look at that. Don't look at that. Okay. Well, I think I'm going to go with TVMA scripture, and then I like Mike's Turkey of the Week. Yes, yes, I think it makes sense. Right, yeah, you know, you should write – you should always just write things that you like. You should do what you like. Okay. And then you still have to do it. You have to do a monologue. Is that right? Yeah. Three to four page monologue. Oh, okay. Yeah. And you got to write it in that like TV um, production language. Yeah. Format. Yeah. 
He doesn't seem to use clips, so you probably don't need to put those like... Not much, yeah. Hey, uh, Abe, don't apply to this job, okay? You're not trained like I am in the Herald. Well, I, I, I don't know if you have to be trained in the Herald to write, for, to write comedy, let alone... Yes, you like, do. Be... Everyone I paid money to uh, to coach and teach me improv <laughs> said I needed to know the Herald to do this stuff, and you don't know the Herald. To do what? To do the Huckabee show? The Huckabee, and stuff like the Huckabee show. Well, I think that's going to do it today uh, for 15 Minutes with Lincoln. Abe, any last thoughts um, on my exciting new job opportunity? Yeah, when is this due? Sunday by noon, I think uh, central time. Okay, perfect. Hey, Abe? Yeah, I got to go. Okay. Folks, we'll see you next time on 15 Minutes with Lincoln.